I'm Amy. And I'm Nikki. And our guest today is Jemima Homau. Hi, guys. Jemima, could you briefly introduce yourself? Tell us where you were born, where you've lived. Um, my family's from Ghana, uh, Ghana, West Africa. But I was born in Japan, uh, in Tokyo. And uh, my mom and I moved back to Ghana when I was a baby. And my brother was born there. Then we moved back to Japan. Then we moved to the UAE. So we lived in Dubai for about five years. Um, then we moved back to Ghana, uh, lived there for three years. Yeah, so three years. And then we moved to South Africa, um, was there for like two and a half years. Then we moved to the United States right here um, in Tennessee, actually, um, in Brentwood, near, that's near Nashville. Um, and I've lived up Midwest, East Coast, and now I'm here in D.C. with you lovely people. What's the reason why you moved around so much? Uh, um, my dad worked for a multinational, multi-international company. Uh, so every time they would transfer him, we just like tag along. Um, right. But the one, when we moved to Ghana, he was actually transferred back to Japan. So th- my parents decided that they wanted us to, my brother and I, to live in Ghana, kind of just, I guess, experience like living in our own country, mm-hmm. you know, being with family, because up till then, we would only just go visit for the summer. And it's completely different, like, visiting for, right. like, two months than actually, like, living mm-hmm. day in, day out. So so how many years did you live in Ghana? Three, how long? three years. Three years. Almost three years. And how old were you? Like, what age were you? I was 10. Um, so yeah, 10 to 13. 10, 10 to 13. Hmm. Um, and I left 13 at, it was middle of eighth grade. Yes, middle of eighth grade. And then we moved to South Africa and then. Went to school in Johannesburg. Um, and most of my schooling has been with international schools, so I've been surrounded by kids from all over the world, which is in the great. So can you tell us a, a story of a time where being Ghana... Ghanaian. Ghanaian. So, okay, yeah, so we, it's Ghana, but when we are our nationality, we say Ghanaian. Okay. I guess this doesn't sound nice when you say Ghana. Ghana yeah, Ghana. yeah, yeah it's hard say to, it. like, say that. Say it, yeah. yeah, so um, we go Ghanaian. Yeah, can you tell us a story... Um, when how that somehow impacted the outcome of a situation for you? Mm, I mean, there hasn't been anything that necessarily impacted the situation more like oh, more rather like the reaction people have of me, um, and it mainly has to do with the fact that I think because even though yes, I, I I say I'm Ghanaian, but majority of my life has been outside of Ghana, um, so I'm definitely just more of the world, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. rather than just being from Ghana. So people's reactions are... Glo- yeah. Live in the global society. Exactly. <laughs> I'm of the people. <laughs> you can say that. Um, but I have, like, people, well, especially in America, because I didn't realize how much people didn't know about Ghana or actually just the continent of Africa in general. Mm-hmm. And when I, I remember I worked at Macy's in between um, undergrad and grad school. And... Um, I was talking to my boss, and I was telling her I'm from Ghana, and she just, like, stopped and just, like, had this, like, sadness in her eyes looking at me, and was just like, oh, you're from Ghana, like, it must be really great to be here, and I was just like, what? I, like, to me, I'm just like, we move around, like, this is just another stop for me, but I'm sure, like, in her head, it was just like, oh, you're from an African country, you must have been through like war and famine and some like sad thing and I was just like 
I'm like, that's what's going through her head. Because her reaction was just like, it was just like, so, oh, poor you kind of thing. And I was just like, okay, this is interesting. And then <laughs> I had another moment where a customer came in in Macy's. And I mean, he was talking about how he was going to South Africa and he was excited. And then he randomly asked me, like, so what's the capital? And I was just like, oh, South Africa? or And he's like, no, of Africa. And I was like... Oh, what? Okay. What did you say? <laughs> and, I, and I had to be like, um, Africa's a continent. Oh. <laughs> we don't have a capital. You're city. so close. And I was just like, but, but he looked like he was in like his early 30s, you know? And it was, in, and I was just like, God damn, like, <laughs> I mean, I understand maybe. What city was this in? Like, what? Oh, it was in New Jersey. New Jersey. Jersey. It was in Jersey. Um, where was it? Uh, it was in Deptford, so it's like it was South Jersey near mm-hmm. Philly, um, and I was just like, I mean, I've had various reactions, various interesting conversations with people, but this was just like, okay, so this is what people are talking about when they say <laughs> Americans don't really know that much. Americans are ignorant. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's interesting. Um, and I guess I have a couple of the stories mainly has to do with just because I, I obviously have um, a generic American accent. So when I say I'm from Ghana, people just like do this because they're like, but that doesn't make sense. Like you're English. And oh, one thing that really annoys me, sorry, I'm going to start rambling. But um, when people go like, your English is so good. And I'm like, but everyone Mm. speaks English in Ghana. Mm. Like my parents speak English. My cousins, my aunties, uncles. Well, people don't know. Right. Yeah. And I was just like. So then I realized, like, really, literally, like, all you know is that, okay, slaves came from Africa, mm-hmm. came over to North America, South America, and, like, end of history. Like, you don't know everything that happened afterwards. Like, and I just, that's when I realized, was every time people were like, your English is so good, I'm just like, yeah, of course. Like, this is the language that no I speak every day, shit. you know? Um, like, I understand my language. I'm Ewe. Or Eve or Aigbe, however you want to say that. Um, and my parents, like, I understand it, but I don't speak it fluently. So we always just spoke in English. Okay, so we're going to go through a list of questions that we have. Mm-hmm. Quick yes or no answer, and then we'll go more into it. But they're basically, like, I mean, the point of this is to kind of, like, hash out some stereotypes of, mm-hmm. of things and just, like, basically dumb questions okay. and it will be clear like that Americans yeah. don't know much don't know much about <laughs> Africa <Yeah>. yes <laughs> and about Ghana specifically are you ready yes okay go is Ghana all tropical forest no are there a ton of raw materials such as gold wood and cocoa yes is there a rivalry between Ghana and Nigeria oh yeah do you believe in black magic <laughs> when you say black oh you mean like Oh, juju. Like, well, sorry, oh, witches. And yes or no? Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yes. No, no, no. Whatever, whatever you take that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. okay. Um, are there any lingering elements in culture slash politics from British colonialism? Yes. Well, is this a nation with a lot of tribal groups that practice cannibalism? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's what people think of when they think of African nations. Mm, oh, you know, that's true. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Which is why I Yeah, I got it. that. Yeah, no. But, but no. Okay. Um, so when we think of Africa, we think a lot of uh, debts and internal problems because of fucked up borders, because of colonialism and everything. Um, and so we know Ghana isn't all of Africa. 
But uh, are these problems represented in Ghana? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so do any of these really jump out at you that you are, you want to explain more, that you're like, this is wrong, or like, yeah, this is you very want, right, that you okay. want to clarify? clarify. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys agree. Um, yeah, so um, about the black magic. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So when I say I believe in it, it this is the thing. Um, well, this is what we call juju. So you have... Um, Juju men, so like uh, essentially, um, like uh, witches, wizards, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, essentially people I that guess, perform the- perform the acts and stuff, and um, um, we still have that. I mean, there was an example, I think a few months ago about uh, how um, the, the the organization uh, I can't remember it, Kafka, Kafka, yeah, um, that does uh, the the soccer sorry I was going to say mm-hmm. football soccer um, they had a whole thing about how to get Juju out of the the game mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you know it makes wow. sense right it sounds crazy to everyone mm-hmm. else but to us it makes sense because people love to do like ridiculous things and go to these men mm-hmm. and get like different whatever herbs or anything mm-hmm. they, they can get to maybe curse people or or do things that will benefit hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, there are family members who will go speak to a Jewish man and they'll tell them, oh, you're cursed or your family is cursed and all these things. And you have to pray. You have to go to the priest. And so it's, it's, just, it's just there. It's not, it's not something that I don't think will ever necessarily um, leave because it is kind of part of... Um, of who we are, mm-hmm. um, and like yes, there's bad sides to it. But I mean, also, I in my mind, like traditionally, you would go to that guy to if you're sick, mm-hmm. he would be the one going and getting the herbs for you to. He's he's like a medicine man. Yes, right. Yes, that's the yeah. word. Like so, medicine man would be the um, correct uh, translation of it. Also um, doing the legwork. Yes, um, and so like for me, I've always been like, well. There's a lot of things that we, we lost through colonialism. And if we were to actually speak to these uh, juju men and be like, hey, like, what herbs are you utilizing to, you know, deal with this illness, whatnot? I mean, and taking that plant or whatever it is and analyzing it in our uh, laboratories, so many things could come of it. But there's such a stigmatization of that, that we're thinking all of the bad and evil stuff that's, like, associated with it, we're not thinking of the other positive mm-hmm. aspects of it. So that's kind of that's kind of stuff that comes into my mind. Hmm. Um, oh, so you're saying that because people just perceive it as something that's, like, evil, bad, right. and, like, yes. very similar Strange. to, like, voodoo, I guess. Yes. So, like, yeah, there's a connection there. Mm-hmm. So they won't actually take it to, like, like, verify that it, like... If it works, or, or right. like if there are like scientific reasons why yeah. it works. Oh, that's exactly. really interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think everyone has different opinions about it. But this is my personal opinion that we should actually be looking at the positive things. Obviously, there's like a lot of negative uh, shit that goes down with all the curses, and like even with my own family, and like my mom has told me stuff, and I'm mm. just like. Well then, <laughs> let's not. I don't, I'm like I don't know what we do with that. Um, but even like when you look at our movies, it's always about how 
like, for example, there's a storyline where the woman is married to this man, and, like, um, the, either maybe the his mom is, like, jealous of their relationship, so mm-hmm. the mother go, goes to this juju guy and gets some kind of poison so he can poison um, <laughs> the woman, and then she goes mad, and then she, what happens, they have to go to the priest or the pastor, so, like, uh, he can bl- uh, touch her and pray for her and all this stuff, and it's always like it's like Christianity versus the juju. So, which I feel like that's just a remnant of colonialism because everything we do wow. is bad, and yeah. So, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think a lot of people like realize that. Yeah, the trace uh, just the, comes back comes from when they right from when the Brits came. Yes, the Brits, the Portuguese. I mean, the Portuguese were the first. Uh, Vasco yeah, da Gama and his lovely people, they All found right. the gold, they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. and then they yeah. went back yep. to Europe, and I they're like, hey, folks, there's gold, um, and then they came um, and got gold all the coast. gold, yes, because we were, we were oh, called the Gold yeah. Coast before, the name was uh, changed to Ghana, uh, Independence, um, but yeah, like, <laughs> just like, I don't, colonization, I don't think people really get the ramifications of it and how I like to say it it, it disrupted our histories across uh, Africa. So when I say that, I mean, I mean we don't know where we could have been now. Mm-hmm. So now you have these white people pop up, basically telling you that like your way of life, who you are, like you ain't shit. You need mm-hmm. to like follow us. And like completely disrupting how things were, um, and the ramifications of that. Now you have all this corruption and everything that's going on. I mean, I just all comes back to the trauma of colonization, and I don't think we haven't dealt with that. And I feel like until we actually acknowledge it, then maybe like things could. Is that why there's a rivalry between Ghana and Nigeria? Oh, no, that's just, like, us being... It's just, like, <laughs> I don't know what... It's compare. just, like, the rivalry between Maryland and Virginia. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. It's just, like, it's right. so similar that, like... Because I feel like there are a lot of like, We're not similar to Maryland. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I my agree. God, we are not. I agree. <laughs> However, what I understand that... Because a, maybe a better like example maybe. is like Greece and Turkey, like incredibly similar countries, right. connected. Is it just like a football rivalry. I mean, of course, yes, football rivalry. <laughs> right. Uh, the, the, the jollof rice, mm-hmm. of course, is always something that is brought up, um, mm-hmm. even though none of, none of us actually uh, originally created uh, this food. But no, like I think the thing is like Nigeria and, and Ghana were very much connected, mm-hmm. and we're both. Colonized by the British, and so it's just like a lot of history between mm-hmm. us, and mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of love too. I mean, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of Nigerians in Ghana, there are a lot of Ghanaians in Nigeria. Um, if you look at our movie industries, a lot of uh, Ghanaian actresses and actors are in Nigerian movies, and mm-hmm. vice versa. And huh. like we, I mean, Nigerian um, music uh, and in general Afrobeat, like there are usually Nigerians are usually the biggest um, mm-hmm. stars. Um, I mean, of course, the African Indian artists are fabulous, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about Afrobeat, like, I mean, I kind of automatically think about Nigeria because I love their uh, musicians are out there, but I mean, many other 
uh, nationalities are in there. But yeah, we're just like Nigeria and Ghana. We're just forever connected. So I was trying to get an idea of Ghana. So mm-hmm. I looked at Lonely Planet, top travel guide. Uh-huh. Anyway, they said Ghana is sometimes labeled as Africa for beginners. Do you have any idea what that could be? Africa for who? For, for beginners. For beginners. Oh, I think maybe it has to do with, like, I mean, I've heard when people visit Ghana, like, we're so friendly, all of that. And so maybe because we don't have any civil war stuff, like, you can actually go visit and... <laughs> and like, and not be worried about, and not be stressed over, <laughs> and not have the fear to you. Yes, you don't have that. There's no, um, yeah, there's no fear, um, like as compared to maybe some other countries. Um, maybe that less I think cannibalism that... than other countries. Britannica says that just as a fun fact for mm-hmm. the listeners that at all levels in government and public life, an effort has been made to play down the ethnic differences within the country. So that really has helped create. A place that is uh, peaceful, right? Yeah, the country that. is so diverse. First, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. so we have we have a lot of. Um, I-, I say tribes. I know some people have uh, issues with saying the word tribes. I don't. I think we we have our tribes or ethnic mm-hmm. groups. What I would guess. they prefer? Oh, some people say ethnic oh, groups. Yeah, Botanica calls it. T- they have ten ethnic subgroups. Right. So I I just say tribes. Um, but yeah, we have a lot of tribes. Um, and when Ghana became independent, our first president was um, Kwame Nkrumah, and um, he, well, he he had a larger vision for Africa in general. But um, he always he did believe in trying to into putting the idea of uh, Ghana as a whole as as a as a country rather than oh you're from this tribe or you're from this other tribe. Um, but I, I mean, there's still like, I mean, people are still very much proud of their tribe and it's still there. Um, even if when you look at our politics, I mean, <laughs> the reason one person is in another, uh, political group has to do with their tribe majority of the time. I mean, I spoke to a couple of my friends, um, when I, who I became friends when I lived in Ghana and I was like asking them, so like, what's the difference between like the major parties, um, in Ghana and they're like. Like, there's no actual, like, ideological difference, like, compared to here with the Republicans and Mm -hmm. the Democrats. Like, it really kind of has to do with your tribe. And, I mean, so we have um, NPP NPP and NDC are the major ones. And NPP, from my view, has always been, like, for the tribe, for the Akans. So the Ashantis, um, they're the the biggest uh, tribe in Ghana. And then um, NDC has always been for my tribe, Oe, and Alza, and like all the other ones. That's how I've always kind of viewed it, um, and it's still it's still there. I think, mm-hmm. but like, I think they're still working on the whole. Oh, you're Ghanaian first. Like, it's they're working on it, but I see like all the corruption, and everything that you see is always connected to like your tribe. And where you're coming from, um, which so it's kind of on the path, but a lot of if the problems that exist are just going to be are rooted in a societal change. Yeah, I mean, because it's so. I think you have a combination of 
uh, lovely Europe just randomly making these lines. And right. So, right. like, my tribe, we're in Ghana, and we're also in Togo, um, and I think also uh, Benin. Um, and then you have oh. uh, Outdaouzas, who are usually up north. And you you find them across West Africa, so like they're they're in um, Cote d'Ivoire, Ghana, Nigeria, Benin, Togo, like they're just like all the way up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you've created these random ass lines, and you've like separated everyone. So right. like that created oh like such an issue because mm-hmm. now you're forcing people who weren't initially together to be together. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. And then we're also still thinking with the ramifications of like I said with the tr- trauma. Of colonization, like actually, people like understanding that we are actually we're good. Like we don't have to always look to Western countries and all that, yeah, <laughs> stuff to be able to to be proud of who we are. And I think there is a resurgence right now with being proud of um, our countries and not trying to look to the West constantly. Yeah, I think Emula- yeah, you don't need to emulate it as much. Yeah, because and you shouldn't be. What really needs to happen, in my opinion, is that <laughs> um, you should take uh, all the lessons that uh, Western countries um, have gone through. So, for example, with women and um, LGBT and like all the all the like environment, all that stuff. Take all the lessons from that and combine it with all of our good stuff in our cultures and like we actually i think we need to go back and like learn more about the different um cultures of each tribe and the things that are involved because a lot of us don't know i mean we know the history of ghana but like we don't know anything beyond uh the colonization right we need to know the histories of our tribes yes like we don't want to have like tribalism occur we don't want to separate each other but we also need to still learn where we came from. Like, I can't tell you the names of, like, the many chiefs and uh, queens in the past. I can tell you maybe a couple, but, like, I can't give you a history of that. I can't tell you the history of maybe the musicians or the storytellers that are in our tribe. Um, And why is that? Because we always, like, kind of mainly focus on, okay, this is when Ghana was created and blah, 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 but we need to go beyond that. We need to go way back to be able to, I think, move into mm-hmm. the future would would you say that like kind of maybe a, another contributing factor to the fact that there was like a big um like the you said the first president or prime minister i can't remember. oh president president mm-hmm. of, of ghana like wanted to instill this like ghanaian like yeah ghana ghanaian yeah ghanaian ghanaian identity that's the thing because yeah. your identity because yeah. like when you speak to any I mean, really, any African is that you you have your national identity, mm-hmm. and then you have your tribe, mm-hmm. like that. That is how it is for every single person. Um, because I mean, really, yeah. Because our tribes are really our nations until so right. Yeah. I mean, so what? What about like Ghana and the president, the first president? Mm-hmm. Like, what about this place? They were able to kind of. Not fully overcome these differences, but start to overcome these differences. Yeah. I will say, like, the national identity is definitely there. Like, everyone, like, when you leave Ghana, you're definitely, you're proud to be Ghanaian. But, but, but when you look at politics, you can still see 
the little mm-hmm. the, the tribalism because mm-hmm. I mean corruption when you speak of corruption and people uh, talking about nepotism nepotism and stuff like it's always about oh like oh you're from my tribe so I'm willing to you know help you out and give this land and like focus on this area because that's where my people are from. In there. Oh, can I, I say know. one oh, thing about the cannibalism? Thing? Oh yes, yeah, cannibalism. Okay. So, like that one, it's a no from my tribe, as far as I know. But like, who knows? Like back in the day, maybe. a lot of shit. But <laughs> maybe, who knows? Um, I mean, hey, lots of different ethnic groups probably across the entire world, world. probably participating in cannibalism exactly. when you get desperate. You um, eat your own people, right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe it has to. It's more to do with, like, because um, there's always different beliefs that occur when cultures are coming yeah. up. So, I mean, with Tanzanians, uh, <laughs> oh, there's the issue with um, um, people who have albinism. Um, and I'm sure you guys might have heard about um, people, yeah. like, being caught and, like, their hands yeah. being yeah. taken yeah. so that uh, people... Uh, Wait, I forgot about that. To, like, that. be sold as, it's like, their, as yeah. like, good luck thing. Yep. Yep. right. So, what? like, like cannibals, or not cannibals, <laughs> <laughs> albinos, albino, like, yeah, they get their, like, their hands, like, they're being off, sold. Like, and, yeah, their yeah. body parts get... Oh, my goodness. So they get, get kidnapped yep. and all these things. Yep. And that goes back to, like, people's like, myths and ideas and hmm. all of that. So maybe, you know, people's thought of cannibals and like be connected to that or so it's all about education and I mean there's a lot of thoughts and ideas that are present in our culture that is can there because of lack of knowledge just to clarify is brought to you by well no one at the moment but if you'd like to sponsor us please email us at just to clarify podcast at gmail.com all okay. right we're gonna move on to culture Favorite part because mm-hmm. it's about food. But <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned jollof rice. Mm-hmm. What is that? So the pictures I looked up look tasty. Yes, it is tasty. Um, we it's basically it's rice. It's mm-hmm. to describe it to you, it is red rice. Like the color of your rice is not no longer white. It is red. Um, and for Ghana, because every um, country has its own way of making it. But ours is spicy. Um, we put in a lot of habanero peppers in there. Ooh, um, <laughs> um, and uh, the redness comes from the tomato paste or tomato sauce that you make. And then you throw in the rice and let it cook, and then it turns it. Um, and some, I personally like to put uh, vegetables in it, although some people don't. Um, you can put your beef in it, or you can make it separate with chicken, or uh, some people put fish um, into it, so you can really do whatever you like, but, like, with Ghanaian jollof rice, it's spicy. If it's not spicy, I don't need to eat that. We can't. You're doing it wrong. We are doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it started from the Wolof. Uh, that's um, a group in Senegal. Am I saying? Yeah, it's Senegal. Um, so that, like, if you Wolof, jollof, Oh, you can see the connection. Uh-huh. So yeah, I started with them. From my understanding, I could be wrong. If someone else knows better, well. any of our listeners know any better, feel <laughs> yeah. free to email, yes. email us, yeah, and we please. can correct Jemima's <laughs> mistake. Um, but yeah, so started with them and it kind of spread across. So like that's why I, it's hard to just be like, oh, jollof rice is Ghanaian because it's 
across West Africa. Right, it's just like saying hummus is from Israel. Okay, so as far as music, there's high life music? Yes. What? Explain. Because I listened to some of it today. And it was really interesting. Like, it's it's kind of a... It has uh, a lot of uh, trumpets. Like, it's a very, Mm. it's a very boisterous, I think, yeah, boisterous uh, genre of music that we have in Ghana. And I think, like, it's connected to some other genre. Hip life? Well, hip, okay, so hip life is the, is the big, hip life came after high life. So, high, uh, so this guy, uh, his name is uh, Reggie Rockstone, um, original hip life artist. He, from what I remember, was the one who combined high life with hip hop. Hmm. Um, oh, and, interesting. Yeah, and created hip life and uh, and that and that's our that's like that's Ghanaian music right there. Of course, you also have you also have our traditional uh, music from each tribe that goes with mm-hmm. uh, the, our different uh, dances. Um, but like right now, Afrobeat um, is the big yeah. music. I think I mentioned before. Um, and we have a lot of artists that are coming out, and it's great because it's cross nationalities. So it's not just Nigerians or Ghanaians; it's like everybody across Africa. And- so kind of along the same lines of like the, the differences in like the tribes and the mm-hmm. languages, the um, there are a fair amount of um, like. Uh, different religious groups. Oh, yes. so there's the the majority of Christians. Yes. I think I've found that 68 percent um, are Christian, but then 15 percent Muslim, um, and then it's a traditional 8.5 percent, other 0.7 percent, <laughs> and then like non 6. Yeah, yeah. So well, yeah, so traditional would be traditional African. Um, but yeah. I I did yeah. read that like. A freedom of worship is a constitutional right, which is even like not the case for a lot of, like a lot of countries. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's, it's maybe I'll double check that. <laughs> no, no, I'm sure it's in there because um, everyone's we're very we're a very religious country. Actually, I feel like basically all African countries are religious, just like most South American countries are religious. Right. <laughs> just like most. Um, yeah, a lot, Southeast a lot of countries. Asian countries. Yeah, religion is a big part of culture. So yeah, so yeah, Christianity, big, Islam, big. Um, I actually met, you know, we have, and we, of course you have the traditional African uh, religions mm-hmm. um, that people partake in. Um, and I would say, like, even, it seems to me, like, even though people might be, like, Muslim or uh, Christian, like, you still kind of, you still have your traditional African. Oh, so stuff. they'll continue with like some. Yeah, because like, I mean, tribal probably like traditions. Traditions, yeah. So like yeah. when we like we you pour, you pour libation. So mm-hmm. libation, you pour liquid like water or uh, alcohol on the ground, and that is that signifies you. Um, and if you, people usually say some words, and it's you're speaking to your ancestors, oh. right? Oh. And like hmm. traditionally, like in our beliefs. And I'm speaking generally, like, right now, because I don't know <laughs> the, the specifics, specific, yeah. right? But, like, you know, ancestors are in our environment, in our trees, and mm-hmm. like, everything is connected, um, which I wish, like, we would know more about it and also kind of go back to it, because 
how we we treat our environment like if we just still kind of right. believed in that yeah like maybe you'd be more like connected with the earth right and like keep our because like we have a lot of like environmental like issues with people throwing rubbish here and there and it's like a mess and just like well if you actually you know <laughs> kind of go went back to thinking oh this is the land of my ancestors and my ancestors spirits are still within the trees and the land I'm walking, maybe I'll probably actually treat it better. Is there community yes. here? And and where is it at? Um, okay. Well, so you've been involved to several places in the U.S. Like, have you ever yeah. always been right. able or, to Yeah, find? maybe oh, right. there's a place in the United States yeah, yeah. that's not here. But in D.C. in general. Yeah. D.C., oh yeah, for sure. I mean, look, D.C., Maryland, uh, Virginia, there's a big uh, Ghanaian uh, community up in New Jersey, New York. Big, it's like... Um, even Texas, Ghanaian community, mm-hmm. Tennessee. I I feel like Tennessee? wherever you go, yeah, Tennessee, Tennessee, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, wherever you go, I feel like you will find a Ghanaian. Um, Was that um, ever like a big part? Like, did your parents, when you moved, like seek out that to like find a Ghanaian? Because like with my like with my parents, yeah. like you would always find like Greek people at church, right. and like you'd like yeah. do like Greek things and like go to Greek school. Like, so it yeah. was like a big part of. Kind of like like my dad, he moved here first before we came um, with to him, um, and like he met like a couple of Ghanaian people he became friends with, and like we'd go to like the different like mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and stuff like that. And, but like my parents used to be all about like oh we have to be part of the Ghanaian association, and they did that when we lived in um, Japan, so that was a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we lived in um, the UAE there was a Ghanaian association thing mm-hmm. that they were a part of. But, like, moving here, I think they kind of just, like, wanted to calm down their participation or whatever. So, yeah. um, but there is a community there. Like, I'm, this is a group called Afropolitan, and every, like, once a month they have, like, a networking thing oh, nice. for uh, African, uh, people of African descent and uh, Caribbean, West Indies, like, everybody. Um, and they usually, like, end up, like having music and food and stuff like that, and I've been to a couple with uh, my friend who's actually Irish and another African American girl. Um, but like, it's fun and it's good to like be there in that environment. But I think because I'm so used to moving around and used to being the only person who's Ghanaian or uh, black or whatever, I I'm okay. Like, I don't stress too much about it, but, like, I, 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 because I know it's there, I can always just, like, oh, I'm missing my environment. Like, let me go hang out and, like, listen and stuff. So, headline section. We're going to read a few headlines, and you are going to decide if those he- if I were to Google these headlines, if it is a good or bad, ridiculous evaluation of Ghana. So, number one from Ghana Business News is... Ghana's public debt rises to GH cents. I don't know what it's the... G- Ghana CDs. It's our currency. All right. Ghana CDs. 127.1 B. Billion. Billion. Oh, I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> that was dumb. All right. Um, city... City... F- FM. FM online. It's not one word. All right. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather to visit Ghana in June. Okay. And then from BBC, Guinea joins Ghana in U17 Africa Cup of 
Nations semifinals. Okay. okay, and then allafrica.com. Ghana. Many ladies want to sleep with my husband. And then from City FM Online again, we have John Dumelo apologizes to A1 bread seller. Okay, so okay. what, what, what is, is what are you doing? Okay, um, that that one, oh, like no surprise there, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, um, Ghana, Ghana is that country that could be way ahead of where it is now. We're, I would say, we're like in a, like a mini like cycle where it's like we go forward, but then we keep going back and just like a just continuous circle of like nonsense and corruption and craziness. We have a new president, but the president before I remember one time he like there was this article about him traveling outside of Ghana to see if he can get uh, loans and money from uh, other countries and yeah. stuff. And I was just like, like we are so like rich in terms of, like we have a lot of raw materials. You have people who are so smart working and doing amazing things. You should be focusing internally, um, trying to create opportunities for people um, being stolen by these um, leaders. And then also a waste of money. Um, like, you have these, all these um, um, MPs, who are also a member of parliament. So, like, they're like uh, our congressmen. Um, like, they'll get, they get all these cars. And I'm just like, do you need multiple cars in your life? Don't you just maybe need one? Um, and then like anywhere else, story, yeah. And there's a story right after our new president um, was uh, inaugurated about how we have like over 100 ministers, and I'm like, why? Why? Why do we need that many? Yeah. Was there any other headline that you felt really jumped out? Just like one. Um, would May- Mayweather that actually okay, that, today? He might pop up. I don't know. I'm like, why, what's he going to do in Ghana? Yeah. I uh, picked this one because I know you're a big Oh, yeah. So um, the uh, African Cup of Nations that deals with football or soccer, as lovely Americans love to call it, unfortunately. That's <laughs> <laughs> a whole other thing. Um, yeah, so we are big about football. We're, we're, we're a f- football-obsessed country. So Ladies. I saw this. This is some actress who said... so. Uh, renowned Ghanaian uh, actress Mercy Are Is she familiar to you? No. No. Uh, she's revealed how a number of ladies who are craving to sleep with her husband. Okay, well, I don't know why she's telling us about it. John, uh, so he's an, he's an actor. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what he did to have to apologize to the bread seller. Oh. Um, but he? He was. Yeah, son, he's, yeah. He's he in love. Rest for more. Oh, so I think he posted an Instagram photo? Yeah. Oh, no, that was the apology. Um, oh, was it? I think he probably, like, was rude to a bread Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Uh, it, but, yeah, he's one of the big um, Ghanaian um, actors um, around. And I've seen a couple of his movies, and I, I like mm-hmm. him. He's, he's pretty yeah. good. Um, cool. Okay. So let's move on to our last segment. Well, one more last Yeah, segment. it is. Um, so, so this is going to be a... A guessing game for you. Okay. We're going to give you um, several facts about a person who is a uh, someone who's famous from Ghana. Oh, okay, cool. Or who is, yeah, like, we'll see like nationally, like, like from Ghana. Okay. Um, and then you're going to guess and see if you can okay. get all of that. Okay. English actor, musician, and DJ. Fact number one. 
Fact number two, he is known for playing drug lord Russell Stringer Bell. I already know. I already know. Oh, oh, you already know? I already Go for know. it. I mean, this person's pretty right? famous. He yes. is very famous. And he is everything. But yes, continue. Actually, finish it up. All right. <laughs> on, uh, so they're on the HBO series The Wire, mm-hmm. um, BBC One series Luther, mm-hmm. and Nelson Mandela in the biographical film Mandela, Long Walk from Freedom, mm-hmm. or To Freedom. And finally, he has been nominated four times for a Golden Globe Award for Best Actor in a Miniseries or Television Film, winning one, well, he won one, and was nominated five times for a Primetime Emmy Award. Anyway, who is this person? Lovely Idris Elba. Ding, ding! Yeah! I did not know that he was... uh, Yes, he's half Ghanaian. His... I don't know, I don't know, either one of the parents of Crowers. And I think his other half is Sierra Leone? But yes, he's definitely half Canadian. Um, All right. So second person. Um, So she is a Ghanaian model and beauty pageant title holder who is crowned Miss Universe, Miss Universe Ghana, rather, in uh, 2015 and represented Ghana in the Miss Universe 2015 pageant. She is a humanitarian and philanthropist in Ghana, and she also is the founder of Straight Up Scoliosis Charity. Um, she has a Bachelor of Arts in Anthropology from Texas A&M, and she currently works as a regional de- developer for Hay Group. Are you familiar with this? Like, I remember, but I don't remember her name, person. but I feel like I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember. Her name is Hilda, uh, Hilda Equia. Here's your last one. Okay. Um, he is an American soccer player, currently out of contract. Um, primarily <laughs> plays... Lying. As an attacking midfielder, but also used as a winger or forward. You can abbreviate this. <laughs> this is I very know, long. Really long. Um, I, I was I was interested because of the DC United. Yeah. Okay, so at the age of fourteen. Okay, I know who you're talking about. Oh my gosh! Yeah, really? Yes. I even know who this is. It's right. uh, Freddie Adu, and yes. also. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what you have thoughts? Well, okay. This is like when he came out. It was all like, oh, he's 15 years old. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I remember him. Like, he's the next uh, phenomenon person, blah, blah, blah. He played for DC United, which is why I picked him. We're being honest here. Um, There are, there has been um, patterns of African players, you know, lying about their age. Oh. It's a thing. Like, and any African uh, person will tell you that, yeah, it's like, it's been told. Like, and it's a joke sometimes. But, like, you know, so it's a little tiny um, truth to things at times. Um, so, I mean, I looked at him like, I mean, uh, you know what, let me not, but he, is he, 15, was he really 15? I don't know. Our last question is just if, um, if you, if we didn't cover anything, if there's anything else that you want to clarify about Ghana, then leave people with. I think just my final thought is, I think it's just leaning towards like my fellow Ghanaians out there that, uh, we are we are a very rich country. I know maybe it doesn't seem like it in terms of monetary, uh, you know, situations as we noted with the debt. But in terms of like our cultures and what we have, um, there's a lot of things that we can do, and and we have a long way to go. But I feel like this new generation is going to change things, and all the changes that need to happen will come from within and not from the outside world. So, sorry, Western world, you can just sit somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you you for having me. 
Thank you to Katie Jane Fisher for our wonderful cover art. Check her out on Instagram at der.fisch underscore. Thank you to Miguel Amaya for all of the audio equipment and technical expertise, and to you if you made it to the very end. Follow us on Twitter at JTC Podcast or go to our website, justtoclarifypodcast.com. And don't forget to rate us, review us on iTunes. <laughs>